Good day to you and welcome to another day of these audio devotions where I read through scripture and aim to add a little bit of explanation in between. We're now in Deuteronomy chapter 1. Deuteronomy chapter 1. Deuteronomy is the last words of Moses. They're really Moses' final words and it's a series of sermons that he's given to the people right before they entered the promised land. This is after their 40 year uh, wandering in wilderness, actually about 36 years probably at this point I think. Uh, maybe it's 40 in all. And so these are his these are sermons really. And we see some recounting also of what has happened. He reminds them of the past to encourage them and remind them to stay faithful to the Lord. So look at uh, Deuteronomy chapter 1. Let's jump in here. These are the words which Moses spoke to all Israel across the Jordan in the wilderness in the Arabah opposite Suf between Paran and Tophel and Leban and Hezeroth and Dizhahab. It is an 11-day journey from Mahora by the mount by the way of Mount Seir to Kadesh Barnea. Now it's been 11 it, it's an 11-day journey but by the way they've been there um uh, like uh, like uh, 30 they took like 36 years to get there. Um that's why Warren Wearsby talked about this saying, unbelief wastes time. The people wandering in the desert because of weak faith. How much time have we wasted in unbelief? Um, in this book, Moses will talk about houses. How do they know about houses when they have been living in tents? Sometimes we face new things, whether a new school or job or something else. And Colin Smith shared those remarks in a sermon. So they know about houses because of probably others in the area, though. Either way, unbelief does waste time. In the 40th year, on the first day of the 11th month, Moses spoke to the children of Israel according to all that the Lord had commanded him to give to them. After he had, So the Lord commands him what to share. After he had defeated Sion, the king of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon and Og, the king of Bashan, who lived in Ashtoreth and Edrai. Across the Jordan, the land of Moab, Moses undertook to expound this law, saying, by the way, verses 1 through 5, they're all like a prologue. Now verse 6, Moses, excuse me, is saying, The Lord our God spoke to us at Horeb, saying, You have stayed long enough at this mountain. Turn and set your journey, and go to the hill country of the Amorites, and to all their neighbors in the Arabah, in the hill country, in the lowland, and in the lowland, in the Negev, and by the seacoast, and the land of the Canaanites, and Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates. See, I now this is going to take the land. See, I have placed the land before you. Go in and possess the land which the Lord swore to give to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and Jacob, to them, and to their descendants after them. I spoke to you. This is what Moses is saying by the Lord. The Lord is telling him what to say. I spoke to you at that time saying, I'm not able to bear the burden of you alone. That's what Moses spoke to the Lord about now. Moses had told the Lord, this is now recounting things that have already happened, recounting things that have happened. The Lord your God has multiplied you, multiplied the Israelites. So actually, this is Moses telling the people that he cannot bear their burden alone. Now Moses is telling the people, the Lord your God has multiplied you, and behold, you are this day like the stars of heaven in number. There, that means pretty min- pretty numerous. May the Lord, the God of your fathers, increase you a thousandfold more than you are and bless you just as he has promised you. How can I alone bear the load and burden of you and your strife? Choose wise and discerning and experienced men from your tribes, and I will appoint them as your heads. You answered me and said, The thing which you have said to do is good. So I took the heads of your tribes, wise and experienced men, and appointed them heads over your leaders of thousands and of hundreds, of fifties, and of tens, and, and officers of your tribes. Then I charged your, charged your judges at that time, saying, Hear the cases between your fellow countrymen, and judge righteously between a man and his fellow countrymen, or the alien who is with him. The alien is the foreigner. Verse 17, you shall not show partiality in judgment. You shall hear the small and the great alike. You shall not fear man, for the judgment is God's. 
the case that is too hard for you, you shall bring to me, and I will hear it. I commanded you at that time all the things that you should do. Then we set out from Horeb and went through all the great and terrible wilderness which you saw on the way to the whole country of the Amorites, just as the Lord our God had, had commanded us. And we came at Kate, to Kadesh Barnea. By the way, Mount Horeb is also Mount Sinai. It's the same place. Verse 20, I said to you, you have come to the hill country of the Amorites, which the Lord your God is about to give us. See, the Lord your God has placed the land before you. Go up! Take possession as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has spoken to you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Then all of you approached me and said, Let us send men before us that they may search out the land for us and bring back to us a word of, uh, of the way by which we should go up in the cities which we shall enter. The thing pleased me, and I took twelve of your men, one man for each tribe. They turned and went up into the hill country and came to the valley of Eshkel and spied it out. And they took some of the fruit of the land in their hands and brought it down to us. And they brought us back a report and said, It is a good land which the Lord our God is about to give us. Yet you were not willing to go up, but rebelled against the command of the Lord your God. And you grumbled in your tents and said, Because the Lord hates us, he has brought us out of the land of Egypt to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us. So this is when the spies were sent out. This happened in Numbers, I think around chapter 13, and they doubted that they could take the land. They had fear. Remember they said the, the uh, actually this is going to be verse 28. They're saying, we, 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 where can we go up? Our brethren have made our hearts melt, saying the people are bigger and taller than we. The cities are large and fortified to heaven. And besides, we, are, we saw the sons of Anakim there. Anakim mean fallen ones. And then I said to you, Moses said, Do not be shocked, nor fear them. The Lord your God who goes before you will himself fight on your behalf, just as he did for you in, the, in Egypt before your eyes. And in the wilderness where you saw how the Lord your God carried you, just as a man carries his son in all the way which you have walked until you came to this place. But for all this you did not trust the Lord your God, who goes before you on your way to seek out a place for you to encamp in fire by night and cloud by day, to show you the way in which you should go. Then the Lord heard the sound of your words, and he was angry and took an oath, saying, Not one of these men, this evil generation, shall see the good land which I swore to give to your fathers. Except Caleb the son of Jephunneh, he shall see it, and to him and to his sons I will give the land on which he has set foot, because he has followed the Lord fully." So Caleb and, and Joshua is not listed yet. He will be in a couple of verses. Caleb and Joshua had faith. So all the rest of the people died off. All the rest of the people died off because they doubted. The Lord is angry with me also, Moses says, on your account, saying, not even you shall enter there. Even Moses is not allowed to enter the promised land. Verse 28, Joshua, the son of Nun, who stands before you, he shall enter there. Encourage him, for he will cause Israel to inherit it. Moreover, your little ones who, who you said would become a prey and your sons who this day have no knowledge of good or evil shall enter there and I will give it to them and they shall possess it. Now it's funny, remember they had, they had lack of faith. They said if we go in and conquer and, and fight for this land, we'll lose and our children, our little ones will die. And it's reversed. They all died in the wilderness and their sons who they said would become prey are the ones who will conquer the land. Verse 40, Moses says, But as for you, turn around and set out for the wilderness by way to the Red Sea. That's what he said 40 years ago almost. Then you said to me, We have sinned against the Lord. We will indeed go up and fight, just as the Lord our God commanded us. And every man of you girded on his weapon of war and regarded it as easy to go up into the hill country. And the Lord said to me, Say to them, Do not go up nor fight, for I am not among you. Otherwise you will be defeated before your enemies. So I spoke to you, but you would not listen. Instead, you rebelled against the command of the Lord and acted presumptuously and went up into the hill country. The Amorites who lived in that hill country came out against you and chased you as bees do and crushed you from Seir to Hormah. Then you returned and wept before the Lord, but the Lord did not listen to your voice nor give ear to you. So you remained in Kadesh many days, the days you spent there. 
So they died off, and they ended up uh, in the wilderness for something like close to 36 years by this point, and 40 years, I believe it was, before they entered the promised land. So that's kind of recounting, and that's the beginning of Deuteronomy. We'll stop there for today. Have a good day in the Lord. God bless.